0: Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker, 101 ESPN. Yesterday, Mizzou named Desiree Reed-Francois, the athletic director at UNLV, as their new AD. And Matt Fortuna of The Athletic had the story and joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Matt, thanks so much for your time. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Doing well, my friends. How are you guys
0: Everything's good here in St. Louis. I want to start with this. When Jim Sterk and Mizzou parted ways, part of Mizzou's statement said that They want to develop a strategic plan for Mizzou to achieve exceptional success in the SEC and to navigate a bold path in the rapidly evolving world of collegiate athletics. I think there might even be like a a Microsoft Word template that says that when you're looking for a new athletic director. (laughs) But what is it, Matt, about this new athletic director at Mizzou that will allow her to forge that bold path in the rapidly evolving world of college athletics?
1: You know, talking to people who have worked with Desiree, uh, sounds like she's a very bold leader. Someone who treats people the right way while also demanding a lot of them. And I, I wrote this uh, yesterday after the story broke. Uh, the, the SEC that Missouri joined in 2012 is not the SEC that they're going to be in in the next couple of years, whatever Texas and Oklahoma officially join and are playing. An SEC football schedule. I mean, Missouri um, had a strong program. They're able to make the SEC title game and win the division in back-to-back years uh, in 2013, 2014. Uh, but but they got a new coach. Uh, they have some facility. They just opened a, a new facility, a new football operations center um, within uh, their football stadium. Um, they're they're kind of keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak. But the money has just grown so astronomically high throughout that league especially with the new ESPN deal coming, especially with Texas, Oklahoma coming to board in the next couple of years that, um, you know, when you talk about bold, innovative, strategic, um, you need someone who's going to be ready to, to roll up their sleeves and, and, and go fight with the best. You know, I'm not expect you to beat Alabama every year on the field or anything like that, but uh, to at least show that you belong. And I'm not saying Missouri hasn't belonged, um, but, but it did sound like there was a little bit of concern beforehand about, know which direction this athletic department was going and they think they found uh, the woman capable of taking them to the next level it does re reprints re- well
2: so tell our listeners here in st louis a lot of mizzou alums here why is she the right one over other candidates that were mentioned
1: you know there were a lot of uh, pretty big candidates up for this job i'm surprised it moved as fast as it did just because of uh, the politics of the school and the number of people that were involved between a search firm and a search committee, but, uh, you know, she what comes from UNLD Obviously she oversaw the, the completion of the Fertitta football complex, which is a $35 million facility there. She hired Marcus Arroyo, uh, from Oregon, the offense coordinator there, whose pupil, Justin Herbert seems to be turned out pretty well, uh, in the NFL right now, the reigning rookie of the year. Um, she was at Virginia tech before that and was the, uh, sport administrator for football. And I believe at the time was one of just four female uh, football sport administrators throughout the entire country. I know she was the first uh, minority female AD, I think in the history of college sports um, when she took you an LV job in 2017. So she, she's done a lot of firsts. She's been very progressive everywhere she's been, and she's implemented a lot of changes everywhere she's been. And now obviously um, you're at the, the highest of the high, so to speak, You're in the SEC. She has experience at Tennessee, she was part of the committee that hired Quanzo Martin, the men's basketball coach at Tennessee, who's obviously at Missouri right now. So she's familiar uh, with some people in the athletic department as is. Uh, but but this is definitely a, a lot different from UNLV, that's for sure.
0: Matt Fortuna from The Athletic with us on 101 ESPN talking about the new Mizzou Athletic Director Desiree Reed-Francois. One thing, Matt, that is going to be completely different for ADs, it, and for kids that are driving down the street, they say, well, what what's different about it? It used to be your retired football coach became your AD, mm-hmm. and he, he would glad hand people. Now, with name image likeness, you mentioned how different the SEC is going to look, but there's going to have to be creativity, and it would seem to me, knowledge of social media and branding for athletes that, athletic directors never had to deal with before but if you're going to attract athletes to your school you have to have a program that can provide those sorts of things
1: yeah absolutely and everyone's kind of trying to figure out what that's going to look like now right i mean there's no federal national law and the ncaa basically has fought tooth and nail to keep this from ever happening and finally you know threw up the surrender arms right on june 30th uh the, the, on the eve of when uh, the the Few states that actually do have NIL laws decided to to implement them into into legal action. So everyone's kind of you know playing from a blank canvas right now, so to speak. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of innovation, a lot of forward thinking, and a lot of cooperation to successfully navigate this. I mean, I know just you know from, from living in Chicago and having covered Notre Dame pretty closely, you know, even Notre Dame, which you know has been some of the best and brightest the world has to offer, um, they ran through a lot of um, red tape both them um, and their student athletes early on about. You know, where can their guys, uh, you know, film from? When can they post? Can they allow ND colors? Can they allow ND logos? And that's not a problem unique to Notre Dame. That's going to happen in Missouri. That's happening everywhere right now. There's just uh, so much unknown. And the last thing any of these compliance departments or, or athletic departments want to do is jeopardize their players' eligibility. So, um, it's going to take a lot of forward thinking. Uh, I'll be curious to see what, that landscape looks like uh, in the coming years, one, when there's hopefully a federal law and everyone can play from the, the same sheet of rules, and, and two, what's the market look like? I mean, uh, I, I think you know it's new and fancy and shiny, so everyone's throwing out big numbers and everyone's trying new things, but eventually there's going to be a course correction, and we're going to see who's actually worth what and, and what everyone is getting out of this, and that's still a big unknown right now.
2: Matt Fortuna is our guest. Uh, Fortuna is our guest from The Athletic and broke the story about the AD at uh, Mizzou. You mentioned Conzo Martin, and we all realize that in the SEC or really in college sports, football drives the bus, and, and that's going to pay a lot of the bills. But uh, does her relationship with Conzo and having hired him previously, does that play into this at all, you think, with the, uh, the hiring of her to go to, uh, to Mizzou?
1: Yeah, it certainly can't hurt. I doubt it was any kind of difference maker. I mean, there were, again, a lot of people, qualified people up for this job who were interested in this job, but um, I, I just think she was ready to to take that next step and go to the next level. She had been involved in a number of, of high-profile AD searches over the past year alone. I know she interviewed at Northwestern um, earlier this year as well in Evanston. So, I, I mean, I can't speak to the specifics of her, her relationship with the men's basketball program, but... Um, Certainly, having worked with Conzo in the past, that, that can't help. Uh, excuse me, that can't hurt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Matt, one more thing. I, I want to get your read on Mizzou just in terms of attractiveness. They just opened an almost a $100 million South End Zone facility a couple of years ago, building a new indoor practice facility. Last year, donors donated... $55.5 million for the Tiger Scholarship Fund to that set of record. Mizzou boosters appear to be doing a decent job, better than they ever have. So when she walks into this job, how good is it?
1: I think it's a good job. Of the potential to be great. And I hesitate to go much further, much more definitive than that, just because everything you just mentioned about Missouri, all those great things, all of which are true and they deserve to be praised for, uh, it's not all that different from what most schools in the SEC are doing right now and g- are going to have to keep doing uh, in order to, to keep up with the Joneses and act like real SEC football programs. I mean, I, I think especially throughout the national landscape right now, um, when you look at the financials, when you look at how much more the SEC and Big Ten have than every other conference, uh, I, I don't think there's any beating around the bush right now. Every athletic director, every commissioner, everyone with any stake in college sports is saying football, 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 because that's the ultimate uh, revenue maker. And, and you have to emphasize football. Missouri is is starting to do that. looks like they have a great young coach in Eli Drinkwitz. They went 5-5 five and five in, in all SEC play last year. I know there's a lot of excitement around what they can do in year two under him. Um, so, so they're definitely pointing in the right direction. But, you know, it's kind of like conference realignment right now, right? We're all kind of waiting on edge to see – if another domino will fall and there might not be anything that jumps out that would make a whole lot of sense for any of the conferences right now. But there's definitely a sense within all those conference offices that if you're not you know, adding, if you're not being forward thinking and doing anything different right now, you're inevitably going to get left behind. And I think, you know, for, for lack of a better analogy, that, that's kind of the situation that Missouri and a number of schools in the SEC, not named Alabama or LSU, find themselves in right
2: now. You may or may not know the answer to this, or you might be able to just make it an easy answer, but how much did uh, Eli Drinkwitz factor into this decision? You know, you, you have your your board, you, you've got all these people and presidents that are saying, yeah, we want this person, go get XYZ, but ultimately that person better have a pretty good relationship with the head football coach. So how much do you think that played into this?
1: I, I don't know. I, I would guess not all that big, just having, you know, covered uh, some other AD searches uh, fairly intimately. I mean Northwestern for lack of a better term, I don't know if or lack of a better analogy, I don't know if there's a, a football coach who has earned a bigger say at his institution than Pat Fitzgerald, a player and now a sixteenth year head coach has at Northwestern and like he wasn't involved really or or was well largely ignored, I think. Throughout a a lot of the Northwestern AD search. So I I don't know what Eli Drinkwitz's involvement is. I can't imagine it was all that big because of what you mentioned as well. There were so many people who had their hands on this thing that, um, you know, it's hard to imagine one voice, you know, really having all that much say a lot of times. It's just a group coming to a consensus on someone. Matt,
0: great work, and you guys at The Athletic do great work. We advise everybody to go get their subscription, and we'll be reading you throughout the course of the college preseason and then, of course, the college football season, and hopefully we'll be able to have you on again.
1: Absolutely. Thanks,
0: guys. Thanks, Matt. Take care. Matt Fortuna from The Athletic had the story yesterday of the new athletic director at the University of Missouri, Desiree Reed-Francois, and she'll be officially introduced by the Tigers later this week.